Hello and welcome to the Daily Phys Ed Podcast for Wednesday the 7th of February. My name is Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com and this is the Daily Phys Ed Podcast, a daily physical education podcast where I share with you reflections on my teaching practice, tips, techniques, strategies, technology tools and all other things physical education. Thanks for joining us after a little bit of a break yesterday. As I mentioned in Monday's episode, I needed to uh, play dad yesterday and stay home and look after my beautiful daughter Isla while uh, my wife had a medical appointment to attend to. So uh, it was a very lucky day or lucky dad yesterday to be able to spend the day with, uh, with my beautiful daughter. Today, back to work and continuing with our dance unit here at Meadow Ridge School in British Columbia, Canada. Uh, if you've been listening over the last couple of weeks, you will know that we had the dance play uh, residency at our school last week, which was absolutely fantastic, and we are using that as a launching point to continue our dance unit and our dance experiences this uh, unit. So today I saw three grade five classes and a grade four class, um, and it was their first time dancing with me since their dance play uh teacher left last week at the end of their residency. So today we started the lesson with a video that I absolutely love and highly recommend that you go and check out. It is the Alicia Keys No One Dance video. Now if you've seen this video you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't please go and find it. I'll try and tweet it out a little bit later so you if you can't find it uh, you can find it on my Twitter at P.E. Nathan. What it is is a video of a guy in somewhere here in the Pacific Northwest uh, possibly in Alaska um, or f- somewhere in far northwestern British Columbia and he's on a dock in the snow his buddy is holding a portable speaker and he is dancing his heart out to the song No One by Alicia Keys he is just absolutely tearing it up creating his own style at one point he falls on the snow and ice he gets back up he keeps dancing and I thought it was the perfect video to show the students and to have them reflect upon the three rules of dance which we were introduced to last week during our dance play residency and they were be positive be fun and be yourself this guy definitely embodies all three of those rules or those qualities he was definitely being positive particularly when he fell down he got back up and kept dancing he was being fun by creating some weird and wacky dance moves and he was definitely being himself he had a style that was completely his own um, and like we talked about last week and I reminded the students that when you're dancing with your own style you're creating your own dance moves and creating your own style you cannot possibly get it wrong there is no way to get your own style wrong because it's your style it's no one else's um, so therefore for everything you do is just absolutely awesome and cannot be classified as being wrong. So I thought that was a good video to show the students to get them back into the thinking of dance play and those rules of dance and making sure that they were being positive, fun and being themselves throughout dance. We went over our learning goals, uh, which for the grade fours and fives was about demonstrating basic dance moves using the elements of body, space, time, energy, and action using relationships, dancing safely through the space alone and with others. So we went over that learning goal and the focus of today's lesson really was demonstrating basic dance moves using using the element of body. So to do that, 
first activity we did was I had the students dancing freely through the space, uh, using their body to express themselves, and we were listening to a variety of different styles of music. So responding to the different uh, styles of music, the different stimuli, whether it was a fast song, a slow song, a, a dance song, hip hop, classical, all these different styles of music really affected the way that they moved their bodies. And so I was just asking them to be creative, as creative as they could um, in response to the different styles of music. The next thing we did was uh, the students, uh, we sat back down and we watched a video that's by KQ Ed and it is entitled Elements of Dance. If you go to YouTube and search KQ Ed Elements of Dance, it's a really fantastic video which really shows those five elements of dance. Body, action, space, time, and energy. It uh, explains each of those different elements and it also gives examples and it shows a whole different variety of dance styles and really gets the message across that no matter what style of dance, even the, the unique style that each student is making up, still it contains these elements. So in terms of body, it contains uh, whole body movements or part body movements, so using body parts in isolation to create different shapes and through different lines. Uh, so once students are moving their body, they're moving it through space, uh, whether that's using a large amount of space, a small amount of space, whether it's uh, looking at different levels, high, low, medium, different directions, up, down, left, right, forward, backwards, over, under, around. And those uh, moving through that space, they are uh, doing different actions. So it's either a locomotor action or a non-locomotor action. Locomotor actions being movements that uh, take students from one space to another space, or a non-locomotor movement, things like bending, twisting, uh, waving, um, all movements that are taking place in one spot where the body is not transitioning from one area to another. So body action, the body is moving, doing different actions in different space through time. So the speed of a movement, slow, fast, a movement has, every movement has a beginning and an end, and then different levels of energy. So is it a aggressive, a fast, a sharp, a strong, a smooth, a flowing movement? Um, and then finally, another one that it doesn't mention that I added today was relationships. So uh, dancing in a relationship to themselves, alone, or with others. So we looked at that video, and then we quickly highlighted some of the key points from the different elements of dance. And then I had the students uh, focus today just on the element of body. So we were looking at whole body movement, part body movements, as well as the shapes and lines that they were able to move their bodies through. To do this, what I did was I displayed a variety of different uh, words on the screen, which were different body parts, so arms, legs, fingers, nose, toes, feet, knees, elbows, um, you name it, if a body part existed, it was on that list. And as the music was playing, I was shouting out body parts and asking the students to be creative using that body part in particular. So for example, I might have said neck and the, the focus of their creative movement had to be on their neck. After they had some practice doing singular body parts, I then started to add combinations of body parts. So maybe I said elbows, knees, and uh, fingers. So then they were trying to be creative using those body parts. Finally, after focusing on body parts, we moved some different words that were describing the shapes or lines that students could move through with their body. So it might have been uh, uh, curved, twisted, angular, symmetrical, asymmetrical, 
uh, movement, straight movement, zigzag movement. So these different uh, directions and different ways in which the students could move their body. So that was a really fantastic um, exercise to do and I found that the students who are having difficulty being creative without those prompts definitely did a lot better with those prompts. They were able to really focus on those parts of the body or those different uh, uh, ways and lines and shapes of moving um, more so than when they were just uh, free moving to the music. To wrap the lesson up, what we did was I had the students reflect upon their ability to be able to meet the learning goals. Now the learning goal, as I mentioned earlier today, was being able to demonstrate basic mo uh, dance moves using the elements of body. Body was our focus today, so I asked them to reflect on their ability to be creative, uh, their ability to be able to move uh, different body parts um, as a whole or in isolation and they used their plickers magnets to do that. So they came and placed their magnet under not yet getting their got it and wow. Um, we had a good discussion that being this was the, one of the first times that the grade fives had used the plickers magnets about what uh, a good, meaningful and critical reflection is and how it would be really easy for us just to go and put our magnet under uh, wow or I'm awesome, but to really think about could, was there area for improvement? If they weren't absolutely 100% perfect, probably putting it under wow and awesome isn't uh, an accurate reflection of their ability or their uh, performance in that class. One thing that I'm still working on with the Plickers Magnets as well is just the organisation and the, the structure of getting the students to come and put them on the whiteboard. Um, one of the things that I've done over the past week is set up uh, some tape. I tape the whiteboard off into some sections so that each plicker can fit within a small square um, and, I, and they're numbered. So the number one goes in one, two, three, four and so on just so that it's easier for the students to find them. They can come and grab them quickly, put them on the board quickly because what I was finding was even if I lined the plickers up uh, 1 to 22 or whatever across the board, um, it was still um, a bit of a crazy fight to try and find theirs and, and put it on. So I'm trying to get smaller groups of students, five or six at a time, to come and put it on the board and then, and then move away before the next uh, group comes up and puts theirs on the board as well. Uh, so that was my day in terms of teaching. I ran that le same lesson four times with the three grade five classes and the grade four class as they were working on the same learning goal. And then after school, I had my grade six, seven boys basketball practice. I had a good turnout, had 12 boys tonight, which was uh, our biggest turnout for practice in a little while, which is which is fantastic because we do have our independent schools league uh, finals coming up uh, just next week. So uh, looking forward to getting that finals day and hopefully uh, getting seeing how we go. I think if we can win our first game, then anything's possible um, for this team. We, we, we've had some good games this season. We've had some pretty poor games this season, but we are generally a team that works really well on confidence. So if we can get that first win in our finals tournament under our belt, I think that uh, we can maybe cause some, uh, cause some chaos and some upsets during the tournament, and who knows what is possible. Um, so that was really it for my day. Tomorrow is student-led conferences. So it's my first experience of student-led conferences at the school. I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. One thing that is a little, um, I guess, frustrating or is a, is a frustration for me is that we are going to be con um, stuck in our small gym C area for student-led conferences, which does sort of limit the types of activities that I can set, the set up for the kids. If you're unfamiliar with student-led conferences, they are different from a parent-teacher conference, for example, as it is completely student led as the teacher I'm not really there to get into those conversations with parents about their students uh, achievement or, or how they're doing it really is a chance for students to share their learning with their parents so in a 
physical education setting, uh, I'm just going to try and set up a heap of different activities and different stations, things that the students have had a chance um, to experience and learn about this year so far and they can come in and share that with their parents. You do always get parents who come in and, and want to have those conversations with you, but it, it does have to be um, that that conversation. You have a parent and say, like, this is not a time to have this conversation. It's the time for your student to share with you uh, their learning, and if you want to have a conversation about their progress, then uh, let's make another time to, to meet and talk about that. So uh, that will be coming up tomorrow, and then Friday is a Pro-D, Professional Development Day, and I'm going to be spending the day at school working on some curriculum, some planning, and some collaboration with some of the other PHE department members. So uh, no classes for the next two days, but I still will be recording episodes of the Daily Phys Ed podcast to reflect upon my day, reflect upon the student day conferences, reflect upon my professional development day, and, and uh, let you know some thoughts about uh, how those two days go. So until tomorrow, my name is Nathan Horn from iFeelZed.com. Thanks for joining us again after a day off to, uh, yesterday. Looking forward to speaking to you again tomorrow for another episode of the Daily Phys Ed Podcast.